Hi, and welcome to Eyewitness Beauty, the podcast where we talk about the biggest stories in the beauty industry each week. I'm Nick Axelrod-Welk. And I'm Annie Kriegbaum. Annie. Yes, Nick? There are birds chirping behind you. Where are you? I'm in a Disney cartoon. Are you a Disney princess? I didn't want to say anything. I don't like to talk about it. You're so modest. You're you're still upstate. I'm still upstate. I've been picking berries every morning for breakfast. <laughs> Remember at Into the Gloss, we had that saying that blueberries were the only healthy food. There was like no mm-hmm. downside to them mm-hmm. because they're antioxidants, they're low sugar. Fiber. Fiber. They're really good for you. And wild, even better. Yeah. So that's why I've been risking my life every morning, like wading into these like weeds with huge red spiders. It's insane. To get those berries. Actually, nature's coming back. Speaking you know? of blueberries, guess what? What, Nick? My baby is the size of a blueberry. And next you week. You ate so many blueberries. <laughs> and next week, she'll be blueberry. the size of a raspberry. Interesting. Actually, there. what I love about all these pregnancy apps is that uh, on all the different ones, you can choose different types of foods that they compare your baby to. Like, so like on this one called Ovia, I chose French pastries. Oh, no, Parisian bakery is one choice. Then fruits and vegetables <laughs> are one choice. Fun and games. Let's see what fun and games is. You're such a snob. Fun and games. Oh, she's now the size of a playing die. I would choose... Sakara menu items. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get into the week's top stories? Yeah, let's do it. So Jeffrey Starr is back in the news. He released a apology video called Doing What's Right. And in this video, I'll summarize it so you don't have to watch it. He basically apologizes to James Charles. He defends his friend Shane Dawson, the one who like was in trouble for all sorts of offensive past videos. Indefensible. Indefensible past videos and just seems like a loser idiot. And then he sort of intuited that he is or no, intuited? Insinuated? Insinuated. I can't believe you were my editor. (laughs) He insinuated that he's in a lawsuit with Tati, and he sort of said that he would not be showing the text messages and the receipts and that he was going to let his lawyer fight that fight for him. And then he pulled in Black Lives Matter in a way that got Twitter up in arms. Basically, they were calling his performance like hijacktivism like hijacking the movement for his own like for his defense that's so pepsi of him seriously like he i mean i think his business is probably controversy proof because those who love him don't care that he's on the wrong side of history but at the same time he's still relevant to like the greater fashion industry and i just wonder how long that'll last you know, at this rate, he could be president in 2021. Us. So it turns out I was right last week about the flamethrower because Jackie Ina is launching candles, four different scents for four different moods with four different vibes. The brand is called Forever Mood. There's no E's in forever. There is an O. I like that the names of the candles are like fun. Like one is called Left on Red and one is called Caked Up and one's called Cuffing Season. Do you want to just say the last one? Because you said the other thing. <laughs> um, matcha <laughs> business. 
I don't know if that's supposed to be like matcha business or if it's like the matcha business. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be the first. <laughs> I think it's a pun. They used to say nacho business. Right. But right, I guess right. since we're so health conscious. Now. It's matcha. I am excited about these candles. Number one, because I love candles. And number two, because they're like 100% natural coconut soy wax, which is distinctly not paraffin, which you want to avoid in candles because paraffin is made from petroleum, which is a fossil fuel, or it could be made from coal or shale oil. I don't know. It's it's stuff you don't want to breathe in. And basically, I think all candles are not great for you because you're like breathing, you're effectively breathing in smoke. But at least if you're going to breathe in smoke, it might as well be 100% natural. That's funny. I feel like that's one thing that beauty people just like to pretend is not an issue. I know. But like the matcha one sounds really good. It's hazelnut coffee, almond milk, honey, and lavender. Caked up is roasted pistachio, musk, almond. These I feel like these are going to smell really sweet. You know what these are called? This scent type? It's called gourmand. gourmand. It's very Bath and Body Works. Yes. It's like a fancy Bath and Body Works. It's America's favorite scent category. Really? I mean, are you surprised? That's like Terry Mugler. Mugler. Terry Mugler. Thierry Mugler Angel, which is a scent that I was introduced to when I was at Into the Gloss, and it smells like cotton candy. Yeah, that's a legendary fragrance. I knew of it because I was basically like raised by SMU sorority girls, and they all wore Thierry Mugler. They had it in like their cars. They were like my nannies growing up. They'd pick me up from school and hang out with me during the summer. So they introduced me to Thierry Mugler, and then I found out later that it was this like weird sleeper hit. I guess it takes like fragrances sometimes like up to a decade to really hit the point of like, oh, it's actually selling now and a lot of people are buying it. Anyway, Terry Mugler, thank you to him. Fenty Skin. Rihanna released more teaser material content. Um, This time it was like a compilation video of her and all of her best friends, such as ASAP Rocky and Lil Nas X. and friend of the pod. (laughs) Not yet. I mean, I feel like she would be if we asked her to be our friend. Paloma. (laughs) So just just someone we wish was a friend. Can we call Rihanna a friend of the pod too? I think Rihanna's a friend of the pod. I think she's a friend of the pod. I think we have to pronounce her name the correct way. Rihanna. Rihanna. So the video features all of our friends of the pod. Rihanna, ASAP Rocky, Paloma, and Fenty Skin is set to release on July 31st. So, and we were also right, I mean, it didn't take a genius, but she's launching three products. It's a gel cleanser. It's a toner. Called Fat Water. Called Fat Water. And then it's a moisturizer. Good name. I've always been wanting to put the word fat in like a product name and I never got away with it. I'm really excited about this. I also like that she's making it a point to say that Fenty Skin is for guys too. Do you think, (laughs) I'm just throwing this out there, do you think... That was always the plan. Looking at those products, do you think they were like, these? this is a unisex line? No. Me neither. Not at all. I will, but they, I mean, they shot it with all these, I mean, they shot it with Yeah, guys. but that comes, that comes way later though, you know? True. Yeah, I mean, Somebody it, like, the, been the like, packaging doesn't look particularly unisex. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of men and skincare, we've all seen the photo by now. Mark Zuckerberg was photographed at his one of his homes in Hawaii 
And when I say one of his homes in Hawaii, I mean, he has several homes in Hawaii alone. (laughs) He was photographed, papped, whatever, on a $12,000 electric surfboard, and his face is covered in like a sunscreen zinc oxide mask. Say what you will about Mark Zuckerberg, at least he is wearing sun protection. But the funnier thing that I found about this picture, which has been like memed a zillion times across the internet, is that his ass was getting a lot of attention, in particular his fat ass or like dump truck ass. These are the internet's words, not mine. People just love that he had a real curvaceous, voluptuous bottom. I'm not comfortable like objectifying Zuckerberg like this. I mean, I, I don't know. I um, or anyone for that matter. But he's just so evil that I feel like we can't. We can't. We can compliment his ass. We're not complimenting it necessarily. We're just saying it's big. Gotcha. Okay, my theory is I don't think he is a sun god. I think he had work done. And he has to wear, because look at it. It's like perfectly, it goes all the way up to his hairline. It's like this weird, it's just on his face. And then the rest of his body, there's like no trace. Yeah, because he's wearing a hooded sweatshirt while surfboarding. That's not a hooded sweatshirt. I'm pretty sure it's like a water shirt with like a tiny little like rich billionaire person life jacket. Really? Okay, maybe. I mean... I think the picture. Look at his neck. Do you see zinc oxide anywhere on his no, ear you're or his right. neck? So what kind of? You maybe he got a laser. I think he got laser. And this is just like he's just being responsible. I mean, or vain, incredibly vain and evil. I mean, he is not. Our, he hasn't replaced Adam Sandler as our new sun god. I think Adam Sandler is still number one. That's going on the Instagram. I've been wanting to post it for a while. Adam, we've been trying to get him on the pod. Apparently, he doesn't really do this kind of thing. But he's a friend of the pod. <laughs> oh, I, I consider him a friend of the pod for yeah. sure. Friend of the pod, Adam Sandler, loves a good sunscreen look and baggy shorts and an oversized t-shirt, which is also my quarantine look. We'll Um, post it. We'll post it. We'll post it. We'll send it it to you. At Eyewitness Beauty. What else do we have, Nick? We have a new mental health app that just raised $6 million from investors, including Gwyneth Paltrow, called Real or Real Mental Health. And it is basically a $30 a month program that you can right now subscribe to a waitlist for. It's get-real.com. And it is basically a mental health resource. You can get group therapy uh, focused around different themes like sexuality and loss and things like that. Um, You can do a 12-step program. They also have virtual events. And the idea here is, you know, making therapy and mental health resources accessible to more people. Uh, $30 a month is expensive, but if you think about, you know, a therapy session averages about $100 or or more per session, you know, it seems like a pretty good deal. I wonder if people are going to use a mental health app or feel comfortable, you know, meeting people on the internet and having a group therapy session with them. I don't think it's a bad idea. I'm just confused by the name. Real? I just think 20% off at the real real. Oh, and also <laughs> it's join, and also <laughs> it's join-real.com, not get-real.com. They that's why I'm confused by the name because every social media account, website, whatever is now like a word plus real because there's no way they're going to get just the word real. Oh, like Pat McGrath real. Oh, that's, that's her, her Instagram. Instagram. Right. Yeah. Cuz somebody t- has Pat McGrath, right? So yeah, I don't know. 
I think it's good. Yeah. Like, like we talked about with Dr. Meisner, people will need access to therapy because of COVID. And I do prefer remote therapy sessions because I think I was basically like canceling out all of my therapy sessions before COVID by having to like trek on the L to freaking Union Squared <laughs> to go to like therapy at like 2 p.m. on a Tuesday every week. And you found that like the stress of like getting to therapy, like kind of outweighed the benefit. Absolutely. That's it for top stories. Let's move on to our interview with Yasser Lester. I was super excited to talk to Yasser Lester. I've been following him on Instagram for at least a year. He's one of the funniest people that I think exists on the internet. He's also becoming really big. He stars on Showtime's Black Monday, and he also is a writer. He wrote on Girls for a few seasons. He is working on a new show with Kenan Thompson. And it turns out he's also a huge skincare junkie and is happy to spend an hour talking face oils and cleansers. And in this case, makeup. We actually gave him a makeup brand called Strix, which is launching in CVS later this year in 2000 stores. We called in the products from the brand and we gave them to Yasser and we said, try them for a week and report back. And here's our conversation. I just started watching Black Monday because I saw your post that you can get a free 30 day trial. That's, I mean, and I mean it sincerely. I've just been telling everyone it's like, dude, don't I would rather people watch the show for free and then cancel Showtime than just be afraid of like paying something and not seeing it. Do you have the um, the quarantine facial hair? Or is this something is this your normal look? Oh, no, no. This is 100 percent like I shave like and here's the thing, like. For anyone else, this would be a week and a half's worth of facial hair. This is like two months for me. <laughs> like, I just like it just doesn't grow. And when it does, it's just like, I don't know, like a bad kung fu master or something. Like, it's just so. OK, tell us what is your current beauty routine? OK, so even with the facial hair. I do. Wait, am I allowed to say like product names or no? Yes. Oh, OK. Absolutely. OK. Sorry. OK, I'm just making sure. So the we don't have sponsors. Oh, okay. No, no. I just I didn't. No, no. I just didn't know. You know. Well, I didn't even even a sponsor thing. Like it's just like, what if you're like beefing with you know? Oh, we'll let you know. Okay. Okay. So I do a first. I do a a cold, very cold face rinse. You know, like uh, I know some people do ice. I don't do that, but I just try to get the water as cold as possible from the the sink. I like rinse my face off a bunch. Then I do the lightest coat of the gentle Cetaphil face wash. And I, you know, do a full lather, all that stuff. Again, cold rinse. Let my skin. Who told you about the cold rinse thing? So it's actually and I don't I don't know if this is a it's a true thing or not, but my mom said it because my grandma did it. And then also I was I ended up reading something and this is like years after my mom had already told me and I'd just been doing it. Pharrell, that's like his big thing, is that he only what are you about to say, Annie? <laughs> I think we did this interview on Into the Class where he said this. Oh maybe. I need to Google that. But yeah. Or I'll just take credit for it right yeah, now. Yeah, take credit for it. 
So it's just like, oh, so other people do do it. And so I just always did it. And it just, it weirdly just makes my face feel so much nicer. Like I just, I, there's no other way to describe it than like, I love like a warm shower, but like to get out and then just have your face be completely cold is just so nice to me. Then the Cetaphil, another face rinse. And then uh, I do an Aesop. Or how do you say it? Aesop or Aesop? It depends how annoying you are. Oh, okay. I always say Aesop just because it reminds me of Aesop's fables, I guess. Like, yeah, I I, that's say, what I say, I but I've say... heard it like Aesop. I think in Australia they call it Aesop. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't say Aesop's fables, so I'm going Aesop, y'all. Uh, so I do an Aesop parsley seed facial oil, and you just do it, ha- it comes with a little dipper. I do a one little drop. It's very, it spreads very nice. So just rub that into my hands, just barely just enough to get it kind of going, like get the viscosity going and then wipe that on my face or, you know, apply it to my face and let that sit for, I don't know, a few, few minutes or so. And then I do the Cetaphil very light uh, facial moisturizer and that's it. I was using Keel stuff for a little bit, but someone told me that it's it's just so heavily, you know, fragranced. Well, I was gonna say just filled with chemicals that oh. I was just like, ah, I just like, you know, it's like I'm thirty, I just turned thirty six, and like I don't, I just feel like now is like, and I could be wrong, but like I for the most part have kept a fairly fresh looking face. And just like right now is when it can all start like taking a nosedive (laughs) and I don't want that to happen. So I really like I'm just trying to I'm trying to keep it minimal as possible, but also like healthy, if that makes sense. I mean, I feel like you're on the right track because out of all the years of doing like beauty reporting and editing, I the, the number one take home I've gleaned is moisture like it's all yeah. about just like adding moisture to your face yeah. so that it like doesn't because like you know dryness causes wrinkles right as well as like age and sun yeah but as long as you're like just like looking dewy and shiny you're like probably right on the right well, track. i also have just like god just made me like the oiliest dude on planet earth like if i do nothing at the end of the day, my face literally looks like I've just been rubbing butter on it all day. It is so shiny and so greasy and so oily. Like I'm just like constantly producing it. And it really like my old dermatologist, because like I, I was getting really bad acne that turned out to be like a dairy allergy. But she even told me then she was just like, try not to do too much because your skin will stay fresh for a long time. For whatever reason, she was just like, it's just this is just the way you are. Like you just have tons of oil. I was like, all right, great. You're like constantly self embalmed. Yeah, truly. It's really weird because it's the only part of me that's like that. Like my hands get super dry. So I'm constantly doing like lotion on my hands. And like, especially now you have to like wash. So I'm doing like double the amount, but for whatever reason, my face, just like if I, even if I did nothing. So, so for me, like all that stuff, it's more about like the health of the skin more than it is like the appearance of it. Because like appearance wise, if I did nothing, it, it would be fine. So what is your relationship historically with makeup? It is like so pretentious, but like for like acting work, you know, I have to wear it a lot. And I will say like 
I am very much like it goes on when I'm working. And then the moment I'm done, it's like, get it off me. And this, I, it's going to sound very faux woke male feminist stuff, but I mean this sincerely. I've always been very anti it in the world and not just on like a women are beautiful no matter what. Like that's true. But also I just, the idea of covering yourself in something that doesn't allow oxygen into your face has always seemed crazy in the same way that like high heels seem crazy to me. And I, I know it's a very, and I, I mean this and Annie, I know you're on the call and I'm just like spouting all these like ridiculous statements. No, this is a safe space. Okay. But it's also, I, I understand it's a very, it's a very privileged way to look at life. Also understand it's a very male perspective. Here's the thing. I, I also get the artistry of it, that's what's cool to me about it is that like there is like a, a second level because I like, you know, like I was an art nerd. I still am, but I was like the weird art kid growing up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if I saw like even to this day, like it's like one of the reasons why I watch Drag Race. I'm just like, wow, they like pulled that off. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like even when they do like when they like paint on cleavage and stuff like that, I'm like, I never would be able to do that. And I know how to paint, you know? Okay. So you wear makeup for roles and did you automatically know, like, because yes, like the makeup artist is a professional, but I've done a few on-screen things and like, they'll just put makeup on you, not really knowing like what is going to look good. And Oh, absolutely. And there've been like, and, and then we'll get into the product in a second, but my skin tone's like weird and I, I, I use that loosely it's just like it's not as defined as like you know what i mean like especially for makeup colorists if you will like for black people they're like here are your four shades of black people for white people here are your four shades of white people and if you're like latinx or you know south asian or something here's two things in between right well, I think the criticism has been, it's been like, here's your 30 shades for white people. Right. And then here's your four shades for brown people. Right. <laughs> and then. Yeah, no. that's, yeah, that's probably much closer. <laughs> but I also don't pay attention <laughs> to makeup enough, you know? So like, so in that, A, there's just like always like a coloring issue or there had been for a long time a coloring issue, but also because my skin is oily, because I have all these other things happening. It was like me constantly being like, yo, like. And that's the part that makes you feel crazy because then you're like, oh, I'm not like trying to be a diva. I just don't want to end up like with unhealthy skin. You know what I'm saying? So you're just like, like, I can't use that or like, yo, can we use like a different brush or you know what I'm saying? Just like little things that make you sound like you're complaining. But like, really, you just want to like look good and feel good. But like as I like started working more, I guess is the term I'll use. And you know the things that have worked for you and not. You can actually go in and be like, okay, these are the four things for this. This is like the foundation. This is the concealer. Oh, so you you know what, what oh, yeah, makeup yeah. products are. Oh, I make them like take pictures. Like, I don't know. I have to like, I have to go into the drawer that has all the stuff. Because they also make them give it to me at the end. But like, just so I know at the end to just be like, okay, this is what I like. This is what I like. This is what I like. But yeah, and it's because of that, at least I know like my skin, because like there have been times where people are just like, no, this is fine. Like you hear all these like lies, like, oh no, this one is completely organic. Nothing's going to happen. And then the next day, like my skin is literally like falling off of my face. And I'm like, organic to who? Like, you know what I mean? Like a car? Like why, why is this burning me? 
a lot of times like the makeup artist on the set is not like specifically trained in like how to do men. And like the way that they do it is like they kind of do the foundation first and then they add the shadows and like the the depth to the face after they've like given a layer of foundation, which for a guy makes you look like flat. And so like you all of a sudden like don't look like you, you look like you have a lot of makeup on. Whereas like, I think it it, like doesn't work that way for girls. But that is true because there have been times where like, you know, and again, like forgive the pretentiousness of the statements, but it's like truly the only times I wear makeup or like when I have to like go do these things, you know? So it's like, you, you like hire a makeup artist for like an event you need to go to. So you don't look crazy. And then you get the pictures back and it's like, I th- there's a term for it and I forgot and I'm so sorry, but isn't there a term? Flashback? For like, yes. And like, you see the pictures of yourself and you just look like a glowing burglar. Like, you know, like your eyes are just like these shiny orbs and the rest of you looks like wax. And you're like, what? How, like you had to have known this was going to happen. How, like, how, did, how did, this get through so many steps, you know? So, but that being said, like now that there's like a routine and process and products that I like and all that stuff, it really is like now to the point where like, if I like get out early and I need to go somewhere, I won't even like wash it off immediately. I'm just like, Oh, I'll just look good because that's the key. I think to any good, anything is subtlety, but like, especially it's with no makeup, makeup, makeup. Sh- right. When you show up and people just go like, wow, you look good. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> Just I just went for a run. I'm like what? You're like yeah, yeah. I, I ran four miles <laughs> before I got here. And it's just I'm just wearing makeup. Uh, so that's the part of it I like. Have you learned any tricks? I you know or like weird? tips? I'm trying to think. Like oh, weirdly, I, I and I I don't know if this counts fully, but like one of the makeup artists, her name's Tiffany White, and the other one is Mary Clemick. They're the ones who worked on Black Monday. They'll do if I have darker spots sometimes because I have like acne scars from like back in the day, depending on what we're doing or how much lighting or whatever, they'll do like a red base over the scars and then apply the makeup and it completely neutralizes the color, which no one else has ever done. Like it always just looks like a dark spot covered in powder, you know, (laughs) Um, so this is the first time I was like, oh, wow. And then they told me later, they're like, that's actually like a trick used for like covering tattoos. But like if the scar is dark enough, it'll work pretty much anywhere. Interesting. That's some art school stuff carried yeah. over. The color neutralizing thing. Yeah. Like for lighter skin tones, it's like to cancel out a red, you know, post acne mark. Then you use green concealer before you go in with your skin. Yeah. So we sent you Strix, which is yes. a new cosmetics brand for men. Yeah. And they're going to be sold in 2000 CVS stores. Okay. Which is like, I think the first time that a men's makeup brand has gotten that kind of distribution. Yeah. Which is kind of insane. There've been different times where there've been, you know, trend stories about men's makeup being like the new thing. Right. But I, it's never really caught on. We messengered you the products. What was yeah. your initial impression? The gel moisturizer, and this is, is you know, full disclosure. The was, cleanser. The cleanser, sorry, yes. It was nice, but it didn't feel as deep a clean as I felt with, like, Cetaphil. And I think that's one of the reasons why I keep going back to it. It's just that it's been, and this is 100% could be a placebo effect, but, like, I truly feel like, I can feel my pores being cleaned with Cetaphil and I don't necessarily don't think I felt that with this. Whereas it felt refreshing. It didn't feel 
as clean as I'd like it to, if that makes sense. Okay. The concealer, which was pretty close just on its own to my skin tone, maybe a shade or two off, was good for the lower half of my face. And I'll, I'll get into all this in a, a deeper explanation, but from like my nose down, I used it on a few of my scars and, you know, just general, just to see how it looked. And it actually blended very well. It didn't feel super heavy. I've only really, you know, dealt with it with makeup artists where they, you know, essentially put paint on a palette and then like start applying it. But the fact that it was just like a little stick that you kind of just dot the eyes, if you will, was very nice. I was just like, oh, like I for dudes, especially which is just like it's just so embarrassing how simple we need things to be truly but i was like oh this makes sense you dot you blend in you're good to go essentially like granted it'd be nice to have like a little i I mean i didn't apply any but like if you had a little bit of powder to to help balance it out a little bit yeah it's a set i think that would have been dope but like the top half and i think it's just like a sun thing like the top half of my face like forehead mostly is like one or two shades darker than the rest of my face I don't know if that's a thing with everyone, but like, I feel like more black people have darker foreheads than like the rest of their face. Like, like my brother has it, my sister. It doesn't matter. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. And then I just realized I've named only people in my family. Uh, <laughs> I'm so like, all, feel, black, all black people, thing. all black people have it. My brother, my sister, my mom. Uh, <laughs> so when I put the concealer on my forehead for one of the scars there, it didn't blend as well as I thought it would right and i was just like oh it's a little bit lighter but then there was also the tinted moisturizer y'all sent and with that it was perfect so it was the mix of the The color was medium mahogany just fyi oh okay cool now i know but yeah that's not going to be helpful in other brands because they probably don't right of course they're not yeah they're not all using the same Which, huh, it's almost like if they just used a number system and we're all forced to use the same number system, no one would have this problem ever. But instead, they don't do it. So people have to buy more things. Capitalism is a lie. Uh, Anyway, what if I just started yelling vote for Bernie? Um, (laughs) But when I added the tinted moisturizer, I was just like, oh, because actually the moisturizer seemed a little too dark up top. Like when I first put it in my hands, I was like, oh, God, here we go. Because it's like it's either usually a little too dark or people will be like, this is what you need. And it'll literally just be the color gold. And I'm like, I know like that's very flattering, but I'm not an Oscar. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? So anyway, like the moisturizer with the with the concealer was like the banger. And then like completely looks completely organic. There was nothing like put on or made up about it. Like it just it didn't look like you were good. wearing makeup at all. Did you see anyone? No. Yeah. I, I mean, I showed my girlfriend. And I was just like, what's different? It was that thing where it's almost like uncanny valley. Like, you know, something's different, but you can't put it on like you don't. It's not so different that there's like a here's what it is, you know. So then I told her and she was like, oh, that looks dope. So. So, yeah. And then, you know, I'll probably do a full beat later. Throw that on the gram. There you go. How do you. So my question. Okay, I have two questions. One is how did it interact with your facial hair? Yeah. Because like I think one of the things that I have with sunscreen especially is that like if you have any kind of facial hair, it like congregates around the root of like the hair. So like it kind of gets like dark spots. Yeah. Did Did you feel like this kind of smoothed over it? 
But, you know, I kept like a centimeter or two from like beard line. And then like around here, like around my mouth, I was pretty I just didn't care. And it didn't it didn't seem to like join at like my chin or anything, which was nice up near my cheeks. I kind of just like played it a little bit safer but I didn't I didn't have any problems with it for the most part. I, I will say that, like, especially just like if you have to wear makeup a lot for work or whatever, like, of course, the dream is to not have any facial hair, you know, or to have it as low as possible. But for this, just because, like, you know, we're we're doing it for this and, you know, just real talk. I just didn't shave. But uh when I looked at it, it, was, it, it didn't look crazy like I thought it would, you know, even like the quote unquote like little flavor saver thing underneath your lip you know it didn't it didn't look bad so and how did you feel with makeup on it didn't here's what i'll say the nice thing is that like and i don't know if it's because i didn't like have powder on and all these other things but i'm actually still wearing it and i I don't feel like i'm wearing anything crazy like i usually can feel it when like even like in moving your lips too much, you can kind of feel it not cracking, but you know what I mean? Like you can feel it moving on your face and I don't with this. Like it just feels very like you have it on right now. Yeah. Yeah. You look great. Oh, thank you. You don't look oily at all. Oh, well that's, that's the dream that they say. (laughs) But honestly, like we come from a a school where being oily is much better than looking matte. Oh, interesting. So like oily is like kind of the dream in some ways. Oh God. I don't know. There are very, there are a lot of pictures of me where you're just like, Oh, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is the good oily. Could you see yourself wearing tinted moisturizer and concealer like on a daily basis or is it too complicated? Here's my real issue. And this has always been my issue. This has been my issue with work and otherwise because of skin tone it limits the um, what you can wear in a very weird way. Like you're wearing a yellow hoodie right now. Wearing that makeup, if I even like remotely had my sleeve touch my face, it just looks like my skin is melting onto my clothes, you know? So it's like that's the kind of thing to worry about. But if it weren't, if I could figure out the way that like that wouldn't be an issue, then yeah, like who doesn't want to look and feel better? Like I, we're also like, I'll say this, because we're on everyone is on zoom and internet calling so much and FaceTimes. Like it would be nice to just like, you know, trick the camera a little bit and like throw some makeup on, you know? So you're, you're like pretty open and receptive to men's makeup. Do you think that, you know, are you in the minority or the majority? It's so hard to say. Cause let me start by saying I'm also from Marietta, Georgia. So like, the makeup I, capital of the Georgia. Makeup cap, the men's makeup <laughs> capital of the world. So this idea that like dudes that I went to high school with would be like, let's throw on our makeup and hit the club. Like, I just don't, <laughs> I don't necessarily know if that's the thing. But I think in cities like your LA's and your New York's, I definitely would think of Miami. Here's what I think. I think it's all the men who like take all the steps anyway to look good. They're for sure going to use it. But all the guys who like, you know, the guys who are like, I'll never get a manicure. Like those guys are going to be hard, you know, because it's like I do get manicures and pedicures just to like feel clean. And like, you know, I do have like a nightly skin routine. So it's like, 
I'm already part of the mix. I think that like it's hard because for a company like Strix, is that you say it? No idea. Okay. Strix, Strikes, we'll say Strix. For a company like Strix where it's like it is marketed to, you know, the quote unquote like manly man is what it feels like. I could be wrong. But that that always becomes the issue because like it's like Axe body spray a little bit, you know, where like the people buying Axe were always going to be the people to buy like a body spray. You know what I mean? Like they, I don't know how many people they turned in terms of like, I guess just making it more convenient to quote unquote wear cologne, but it's like people that didn't wear cologne. Like the reason they bought Axe is that like it was just cheaper and they were like going out that night or whatever. But the same thing for this, it's like there is like an easy accessibility to it. Clearly. And it doesn't seem as like condescending. I mean, like as a guy, like I always found acts so in a way like condescending because it'd be like Kama Sutra, like would be right, like the yeah, name yeah, of the yeah, flavor. Yeah. Right. Don't like, you think Axe was like marketed towards like 14 year old boys though? Oh, absolutely. More so than like men that would I, well, I wouldn't even say 14. I truly think it was like freshmen and sophomores in college. And then mm. 14 year old boys are like, this is what college dudes do. <laughs> you know, like the trickle down effect. Yeah. So like it is it's it's interesting to me in the sense that like it's hard to crack that code like marketing wise. How would you market a men's makeup brand to like a straight guy? To me, I would just I truly would be like this is very this is the condescending thing to say. But it's like women like men who aren't gross. This will make you less gross by this thing. It's easy. And then that's it. It's like the idea of like men who have like really like cracked gross hands and they're like, but that like shows that you work. And it's like, yeah, but like most guys with cracked hands aren't in construction. You know what I'm saying? Like this is like a fallacy we've taught ourselves of like what masculinity is, right? You have to break through the barrier of not only like societal masculinity, but then you have to break through and show that it is not inherently feminine to do this. You know, that's, I think, the hardest thing. It's almost like. It would be like if men's board shorts were then called like bikinis or like, you know what I mean? Like if you gave something that has like such an inherently feminine connotation to something that is quote unquote male, it's just harder to get them to do it. And because the word makeup has always been feminine, it's going to be hard. Like again, because like Axe was called body spray, it was like a little easier to like. I don't know, I guess digest because there's even a, there's a different men's makeup brand that I saw advertised on Instagram and it's called like warrior paint. And I tried like, to get that for you. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. It's based in the UK and it couldn't oh, come in time. Oh my God. That's so funny. Like, so yeah, like that again, it's, I don't know. It's insane. Is, like it's, it's insane stupid. that you like in order to yeah. get a guy to wear makeup, you have to call it war paint. Warrior paint. Like, yeah, war paint. And I was just like, Okay, but it's not war paint. It's makeup. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's also fine. But it feels like there has to be, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but there's something in between war paint and makeup that is like, you know, men's grooming moisturizer or whatever it's called. You know what I'm saying? Like, there there has to be something in the middle because really it's this is going to be for like, it's almost for like the Brooks Brothers guy who's just a, a little to the left. He's fully on the exterior of that guy, but also like 
does one more thing at home where he like pushes back his own cuticles or something. That's who it's going to be for. Do you think that this will be a success at CVS? I I weirdly, I, I think it should have like, and I, you know, I'm wrong. Could be. I feel like it's like one of those things you like roll out at like Nordstrom first because everything in life in terms of the way we purchase things has to come from a place of aspiration first. Right. So it's like, that's why, you know, you introduce the Alexander Wang collection at, you know, one boutique, then it hits Nordstrom, then it's Alexander Wang for H and M and everyone buys Alexander Wang for H and M because they know they get the name, but it's something that they can afford. So it's like, if you do Strix at, Nordstrom first, then Sephora, then like, oh, we have a line at CVS. Then I think people are clamoring for it more. But when you start at a wide base, it just makes things harder, you know? So that like if I if I had anything to say, any critique about like the selling of it, that would probably be it. It's it's like anything else, you know, it's sneakers, it's clothes, it's food, it's it's all of it. You're definitely more into skincare and like grooming than I would say a typical guy, but I don't probably know that many typical guys. But is there a future in men's makeup? Like, do you think that typical guys would in general adopt I it? I do think there is. I think there is. And I also think. This is very weird, but I think it's going to come at the regression of women's makeup. I think there's going to be like a weird thing where they both kind of like coalesce or converge, I should say, around the same time. And we'll all kind of just be wearing the same amount. And it's going to be a natural look for everyone versus like unless there's like huge events or whatever. But I do think that there's just going to be a world in which everyone is quote unquote this is their face, you know, like the Alicia Keys of it all. But everyone will be wearing a little bit of something. And I think that also once the people that these men are dating make it more known, like, oh, it might be nice if I didn't see that psoriasis scar or whatever. You know what I mean? Like whatever that is, then I think more more men will be inclined to do it. So there are a lot of celebrity and influencer, you know, skincare and makeup lines. Yeah. And I was wondering if you were ever to create a brand of skincare or makeup or maybe a skincare makeup hybrid, what you would, yeah. what would you call it? Oh God. I mean, war paint's already taken. <laughs> what, what, what would I go with? Uh, I don't know. I would do something like it would have to be very simplistic it would have to like be of the earth and like of nature because i think that like here's the thing this is like the wrong word but like it would have to almost just be like a color like slate or like you know what i mean something that is just like that it that is evocative of the color and evocative of nature right so yeah but like slate is dry and gray so it's like clearly not that but like (laughs) you know but imagine whatever the inverse is that's like very moisturized and colorful that's what i would name it what would be your first product i mean i think it would be a two-pack i think it would be a cleanser and a lotion like in very light for both no color cosmetics i i just I, i just think that like 
Unless I had figured out the way that it doesn't smear. Like there's just, there just hasn't been that yet. Even it doesn't matter how much powder or whatever you use to set it. Like I've just always come across that problem, especially around the uh, neckline of my collar. Yeah. So until that happens, like I, unless I'm the one who figures it out, I just, I, I don't know if I could. That's what I'm thinking is like, it takes one person to, you know, like they say like the best companies, like, attempt to solve a problem right, right? right so you've you've identified a problem right. and i feel like you could solve it buddy no i couldn't don't be crazy <laughs> it, it could be it could be a small change to a t-shirt too oh uh, yeah much more open neckline yeah maybe it's zipper or i was gonna say maybe it's shirts that come with a plastic cover for the collar get a little bit on there you sink that off. In Japan, they give you, if you're going to try on clothes at a clothing store, they'll give you a net to put over your face so you don't get oh your makeup see? all over and your like products all over the clothes. But see, that's what, so at work, I used to do that. I would ask them to keep like grocery bags, like plastic grocery bags, and I would put that <laughs> over my head and then I would put my clothes on and then remove the bag. Look. That's so considerate. Yeah. Because then they would, I would just have to sit there and watch them like as they like try to clean it out. Like, you know what I mean? It was just adding time for everyone. So I was like, I don't want to do this. So it's it's more about me being lazy. Maybe you could do a line of like men's face nuts. I was going to say, there we go. That's it. <laughs> I feel like if we put this out in the universe, like someone is going to help yeah. with this. Like the idea of like, it needs to be like a set, like a, like men's makeup, like the biggest hurdle is to make it so it doesn't come off. And so it doesn't reveal itself to be right. makeup. Yeah. And then we also need to normalize men's makeup. Yeah. Which I feel like, again, like it can happen. It's just you have to target the right. Like it's going wide seems harsh. But then also it's like, how else does anything get made? You know, or how else does culture change? It's like sometimes you kind of just have to go like, this is what it is. The problem that it's it's an optional thing, you know, and like we are like locked into the ideas of like what men do and don't do but i do think weirdly also like and it's not happening overnight but gender fluidity is like really a thing in the zeitgeist now which it just wasn't even five years ago you know so like in this post you know fluid world it's like it it, i might be wrong about the like accessibility of it and like you know the aspirational aspect and it might just be people being like i want to do this now you know so like I guess it's more just about like what culture does, you know, than anything. We appreciate your review and we're going to call on you if we have more products that we need an expert opinion on. Please, it would be my honor. Will you tell us what your projects? So you have a podcast with your brother. Oh, yeah. I have a podcast with my brother called My Brother Sneaker. You can find it wherever podcasts are held. Uh, We talk about sneakers and then about just life, you know kind of rooted in the idea of what's happening in sneaker culture and black monday on showtime as we discussed go on showtime.com get 30 free days binge the entire first two seasons duncanville on fox and hulu and then black af on netflix where do you get your masks last question so i do like the disposable ones like from walgreens and stuff and then there's a clothing company called rowing blazers that make really nice ones and those are like the reusable ones that i buy that's kind of like a brooks brothers vibe right like their whole thing is like a heritage yeah so yeah i find the problem with masks to be is that everyone rushed to make simple ones that just have like the two loops and you just throw them on your ears no one made like the correct 
fabric ones that they use in hospitals that expand to your mouth and chin size and rowing blazers does. So like Thank that's you. been one of the reasons why I was like something like heavy duty with a pattern that's cool, but also actually logistically works better than the rest. I love that. And also people can find you on Instagram and Twitter at Yasser Lester. Yep. Yasser <laughs> underscore Lester, or you can just type in my name. I'm the only one on there. There will not be an issue. <laughs> What I also have been really into recently is like you're making headlines for creating fake social causes, social causes that people are like you had people shave off their eyebrows for what was it for? Uh, It was for a fake organization. I just said (laughs) the race coalition for black people wants white people to shave off their eyebrows. People did that. Then I said the race coalition wants people to wants white people to wear fedoras and take a selfie. <laughs> Hashtag it fedoras for freedom. And then they did that. And then and those those happened in reverse. The fedoras thing was first. And then I really ramped it up by getting people to shave their eyebrows. By the way, Annie, phenomenal eyebrows. Thank just you. on just needed to be said. And then uh, the last thing was I like created a <laughs> fake ad for Jersey Mike saying they were changing their blt to a blm sandwich and that made news right that made the news in a few places and people still are just like what is jersey mike's doing and i'm like they're not doing anything like at this point i've taken credit it like on television like it's been everywhere (laughs) like stop being mad at them is mike upset with you i never heard anything in the company when people reached out to the company they just kept saying no comment and like, here's what I'll say. I think that any other time in history, had I done that, like I probably, they would have at least sent me like a cease and desist, but we're just living in like, a or I was going to say like, a gift card. Yeah. I feel I, like they would have sent you a ton of sandwiches. Crazy. They truly acted as if it didn't exist. And I'm like, I, cause it's not, it, it wasn't done to like tank the company. It was to make fun of all the people that are just like, you know, uh, downy and bounty paper towels stands with the black community and then just like meant nothing you know so anyway i i just i don't think they enjoyed it as much as we did <laughs> they do make a great sandwich they, they may i ate one yesterday and that's the thing i was like actually more people are eating jersey mics because of me because they're like oh i remember so now we will dive into everyone's favorite segment product reviews nick I would be honored if you would go first. The pleasure would be mine. So I am talking about something which is kind of like uh, part two of my last review, which was the Aquariche Nivea sunscreen. <laughs> because You're calling it Rich now too. <laughs> Aqua Rich. The Aqua Rich sunscreen, it's obviously a chemical sunscreen. It smells like alcohol. It won't be for everyone. If you're trying to use a zinc based sunscreen or like a physical sunscreen because you're worried about using chemical sunscreens or they don't agree with you they might leave a white cast and if you have lighter skin like i do i have a solution for you it is the tom ford for men bronzing gel and i've talked about this anytime anyone has asked me my opinion about men's skincare because it is just such an amazing product it is a 2.5 ounce tube of basically brown gel that mixes in really, really easily with any 
skincare. So you could mix it in with your moisturizer and it just gives you like a little back from vacation kind of glow. You could also, and this is why it's relevant to our sunscreen conversation, mix it in with a physical sunscreen that maybe has a bit of a white cast and it'll kind of balance, you know, the brown in the bronzing gel will, will balance out any, you know, whiteness in the sunscreen. So it kind of like you get two birds with one stone, you don't look white and you actually get a little bit of a sun-kissed glow before you even step outside. How much is it? <sighs> it's expensive. And the other thing I should say is that it's actually really hard to find these days. Um, I've gone to like the Tom Ford store in Beverly Hills, and sometimes they have it, sometimes they don't. It looks like right now you can order it online on Bloomingdale's or Neiman Marcus or Saks. It is $55 for 2.5 ounces, but it lasts you, I'd say, like three months so it's not terrible. And it's actually like the, I've like tried every single bronzing gel and this is the best, most natural looking one. And in keeping with our men's makeup theme, I am pro men's makeup. And this is like kind of makeup light. This is if you want to dip your toe into the makeup pond. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Are you wearing it now? No, I, I don't see anyone or go anywhere. So I'm just wearing an entire world sweatsuit. Yeah, I am the same way with recording this podcast, but it's funny. I You took a picture of me and posted it on a big Instagram account that you had taken over. Um, but I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page of like not getting dressed up for each other. So, <laughs> Yes, we are. Okay, What do so you got for me? My product this week is so interesting. I'm kind of, I need to dig in deeper to this company. I've been aware of them, but I think they have a very interesting story. It's a brand called Heckles. And now this has the fancy A-E spelling. So bear with me, H. And then what is this letter called where it's a mixture of the A and the E? It's like a blend. A blended A-E, conjoined. It's. I'm trying to look up what it is. It's unnecessary, but they, they choose to use it still. C-K-E-L-S. Hold on. Run that over me again. <laughs> it's H and then the A-E. Mm-hmm. C-K-E-L-S. How do you think it's pronounced? Hakels. Oh, okay. Hakels. Yeah, they are, they're basically the Lalabo of this town in Kent, UK. And they have, they're real salt of the earth <laughs> type people, it looks like. Um, they do all of their formulations and product testing and everything at their little lab there. And they're all about natural products from the earth and sustainable packaging. And that's how I came across this. One of my friends and I were researching pump components that are recyclable and they don't exist. Because if you know, we should do an episode on like beauty packaging recycling, but pump components have a metal spring inside and usually two different types of plastic. So you can't recycle these things. But Heckles, Hakels, Somehow, I don't know if they developed it themselves. They're like the only brand that we could find uses this. They have a recyclable, fully recyclable pump component. And it's really ugly and bulky, but it works for them. And they use it with their, the product I have today is their bladder whack and fennel. I hate the name. I know that they didn't come up with it. I know it's like a plant, but like, but <laughs> bladder whack and fennel hand cleanser. It's this weird jelly, almost like it's like has a lot of aloe in it. It looks like, I know it has seaweed broth, very Lemaire. Yeah. And a ton of other like essential oils, all natural again. 
And it's great. It lathers really nicely. A little goes a long way. I've been cleaning my hands with it while I've been here upstate. It's an acquired smell for sure. I mean, it's a weird, it's very licorice-y. You know, it's fennel. And how do you procure this from the UK? Uh, I think you can just order it through their website. And it's 25 pounds, which is expensive. Oh, really? This is 34 pounds. Oh, maybe I'm looking at the larger size. Yeah, it's expensive. Like I said, it's kind of, it seems like the Le Labo of the UK. They have a bunch of really, really, really chic home fragrances. And if you're into essential oils for your skin, which I am not really, they do have a full line of skincare and body care products and hair. How did you discover them? Nick, I just told you. (laughs) Oh, I wasn't listening. The pump. It's about the oh, pump. Oh, oh, oh. So you like, but how did how did you even discover that? Just a lot of like, you know, Googling. I'm going to be honest, like our Whis- whisper found whisper. it. Oh, okay. Okay, got it. Um, so it was brought to you. Mm-hmm. And it's actually not even mine. It's I didn't even buy it. It's my friend did. And I'm at her house. So but we are, co- we're, we're responsibly cohabiting. This is my safety. Habitating? Habitating? Habitating and habiting. We've developed terrible habits together. (laughs) These are your friends, not the Hakels people. I would consider the Hakels a friend of the pod, but they are not who I am quarantined with. Got it. Or isolating with. Yes. What's the right term? Um, Well, I don't know. Okay. Well, I guess that's (laughs) (laughs) that's the end of our show. If you have any suggestions for friends of the pod that we should get on the show or just even consider a friend of the pod, you can email us at hi at eyewitnessbeauty.com or DM us at eyewitnessbeauty on Instagram. And on Twitter, we we couldn't get EYE Witness Beauty, so we have the letter I Witness Beauty on Twitter. Eyewitness Beauty is produced by Jessamine Molly of Seaplane Armada. Our art is by Simon Abronowitz, and our theme music is by Danny Prezant. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, we, we will be back next week with another brand new episode. Talk to you then. So long. Farewell. Farewell.